0: Welcome to Nonprofit Network, powered by Stokes Auction Group. We are a podcast focused on benefit auctions and fundraising events for the nonprofit community. We are a group of fundraising professionals that specialize in raising funds to improve communities of all sizes. And here it is, episode nine. My name is Shelby Stokes. On the cast today, we have longtime fundraising support specialist Kelly Shinfeld. Kelly Shenfield, welcome back. And all around great guy and auctioneer Paul Shinfield Hey, guys. I need
1: to think it's something better to say, but hey guys. Hey guys, hey guys. Hey guys. no, thanks for joining us. We
0: appreciate it. <laughs> We're back. It's episode nine. We're having some fun today. Episode we are. nine. Enjoying episode nine. Believe oh, it or not. Man. We're, We're having
2: apple teenies today. That's, that's right. It's Tuesday. So right. Apple teeny Tuesday. Tuesday. Branded.
0: Branded. Yeah. Branded. Yeah. There we yeah. are. Uh-huh. Exactly. For sure. So we uh, have a lot to talk about today. <sighs> the question on everybody's mind, will Smith and Chris rock much? Wow, what happened there? So the internet like exploded. That was my biggest shock. And I was not watching the Oscars. No, I didn't. They tire me out. Yeah, I mean, it's like a marathon, right? Four to five hours of awards, not including pre-carpet and all that. But um, yeah, the internet exploded. How did you hear about the slappening?
2: Unfortunately, I heard about it on Facebook (laughs) because I'm back on Facebook now because of our podcast. But it was on Facebook, and I told Mark, Did you hear about that? And he goes, I heard something about it. And then I saw him crying. So, whatever. Anyway, he is about love and not (laughs) violence. But, you know, here's the thing. Somebody says something about thing. Mark like that, uh-huh. I might slap them.
0: Oh, you're about to go Big Willie style on him, huh? I'm about
2: to go Big <laughs> Willie on you if you come on down. to my husband, you come on,
0: da- come so, on down
2: to slap him for you. If you're
0: living under a rock, Chris Rock said made a joke about Jada Pickett Smith about her hair.
2: Yeah, and, it was, and she has alopecia. She has
0: alopecia, though. so she's bald right now. He made a G.I. Jane 2 joke, which... I mean, who's referencing G- Jane, like, right now? Yeah, but, I mean. Nobody loses his mind. Like,
2: what the Here's heck? Here's the thing that I'm going to say about <laughs> that, and then we're going to move on to some productive stuff.
0: I mean, this is productive.
2: Everybody <laughs> has their limits, people. <laughs> okay. We all know it.
0: Listen. Let's don't push people to them. We're talking we got limits. about America's... Cool, Limits. celebrity Will Smith. He's like a human. He, he's American. He's like that is human. That is the epitome of Hollywood. He's a human. And he just like
1: lost it and slapped Chris he Rock. He did. In he front did. of millions, in front of the entire globe. Yeah,
0: he yeah. lost
2: it. He apologized he for it. What the hell else do we want okay. from him? Two so pounds of flesh? I
1: thought it was a joke at first. I thought yeah. it was staged. Yeah, Boom. No. That's what I was going to ask. Do we think it's staged? what I no. thought. Because no, because
2: he's crying When about his it. hand
1: went and hit Chris's face, it almost looked like it was one of those action movie, like, punch scenes, because Chris (laughs) moved out of the way. Jamie said, no, I heard it. I heard the slap.
2: No, he got slapped.
1: I, I think it's staged. I do I mean nice. these
0: are actors They could pull Like he could pull a punch I think he hit the microphone I think this is staged Because honestly No one has talked about The Oscars In the last 15 years And then <laughs> all of a true. sudden Will Smith throws down a slap And the whole world is like Hey did you see the Oscars? Uh, no I'm an adult In 2022 People I don't have their
2: the limits Oscars. People have their limits man But
0: a G.I.J. No, show, no. For a
2: woman That come is struggling on. With alopecia okay. That is in the spotlight all the time right and people are mean people yeah. are mean yeah whatever right so yeah. did, should he have done it no did he apologize for it yes i'm team will
0: i sorry i think a comedian is there to like poke and make fun and obviously mm. some people's feelings chris rock is a her. poor
2: choice for being on a microphone mm. anyway um unless you're in a uh comedy club but
0: I mean you're a comedian that's what you do and they keep putting comedians in these positions which is
1: it. The right on move. them it's probably not the right move anyway. comedians are all under the under the microscope right now anyway everything they say yeah you yeah. know you gotta be I wouldn't want to be a comedian
2: comedians and, mothers mothers
1: well,
0: And, <laughs> and also the microscope sucks yeah yeah Cancel culture, not fun. Um, if, you're, if you didn't join us last week, we covered fund needs. Um, we discussed the presenter primarily. More to come on that in the future, obviously. If you have questions about any specific aspect of the fund, we're happy to cover it. But we had an event just this last weekend that failed from the same topic we covered last week. Um, Tracy, shout out to you. Tracy only one of our very talented auctioneers, was out doing a show, and there wasn't a lot of preparation put into the fun and presentation. Mm -hmm. She got to that portion of the night, and it just fell flat because of the lack of forethought. Mm -hmm. So Ah. it's still happening. Um, Hopefully we can kind of tighten those presentations up to the best of our ability, but it's out there. And shout out to
1: Tracy. She's a great person. Yeah, she is. I'm sure she did her best and cleaned it up as best she could, and, oh, yeah. and, and you move on. I mean, you, you don't sit yeah. and dwell on it. You, you know, it is what it is. Let's 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 move on and just build for next time. Yeah. And
2: you're gonna have powerful funding needs like ours was very powerful, but a lot of it was, you know, there again, it goes into the community that you're yeah. that you're doing it with. And
0: so I mean, you brought it up. So this last weekend, mm-hmm. you had a good fund need.
2: We had a great fund need. Why was um, it powerful? It, the the message was not powerful. That was the strange thing. But the people that were there and supporting it were, they were going to do that regardless. Uh, so nice. the gal that put it in motion um, and... Again, she did a fantastic job. You know, she's got her dad that basically said, whatever you raise in the fund to need, I'll match.
0: Oh, that's so cool. You know, yeah. yeah, And so he believes in his daughter
2: and he believes in the school and his daughter doesn't take advantage of that, but she knows that he is that kind of a man and she works hard. And boom, they did it because we normally have a trip to go towards and they didn't have that because of COVID. They're not going on the trip. Mm. So okay. it was all general funds, but we we raised two hundred grand.
1: Wow, that's great! Oh, fantastic that's great yeah.
0: for so, a school up in northern man. Washington. Yeah. so that's good that uh, that came together. Good
2: yeah. work, Franklin good Academy. Work. Was Very incredible. Nice.
0: Very good. Great people. How about you, Paul? Uh, you also worked this last weekend.
1: Did at did event. a Catholic auction, yep. and uh, we had a great fund if We're going to stick on that, and it was it was about the presentation, which is what our pod was about. Mm-hmm. And we had the principal uh, come up and speak, and he teed it up. He was a little long-winded, but he's very respected by these people. So they, they gave him his due. Um, he was probably seven minutes, eight minutes. The last three of it were kind of stuff he probably could have left out. But, and then he in, went to the intro of a video of the kids. And this is we're raising money for scholarships for kids to attend the school, you know, because attendance is up. Mm-hmm. And so that just means that the need is even more, yep. even more current that these kids need help uh, f- financially. The video was great; it was professionally done. The kids were cute, and fun, and the parents of the kids were in the audience going, "Oh, there's Timmy!" You know, when he came on the screen, and people just, lose their mind when they, yeah, see, when their when can, they see their they? kids. Like, yeah, that's my and kid. I as, did that. I yeah, did that. That's <laughs> me. As we talked about in our pod last week was. Tap into the emotional side of it. Mm -hmm. Try to tap into that emotional inspiration and you will see results. And we did. We absolutely did. They wanted 40 grand and we hit uh, 54. Oh, perfect. And then we had 20 grand pre-committed. So it was $75,000. Boom. Great. Super high energy and I got it done. After principal was on seven minutes, I probably had 13, 14 minutes into this whole thing. Oh, cool. 70 grand in 14 minutes. That's great. That is super great. For sure. Yeah, so a
0: lot lot of good things happening in the community. We're seeing fundraising, um, like, sticking to where it was in 2019 Mm -hmm. or surpassing what it did a couple of years ago. Um, And there's really nothing that's, like, below numbers that we're seeing from two years ago, right? Like, very rarely during the season are we seeing stuff that the fundraising totals drop below what they were two years ago. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cool. It is cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's really
1: neat. That's um, a really good sign about moving forward, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Moving on yeah. from what we just all went through. Yeah. Agreed. So, Paul,
0: earlier when we were talking about your show, you were talking about um, something that I've experienced in the floor, but it had to do a dessert dash, and I think we should cover that real quick. Oh,
1: yeah, because of that pod we did about yeah, dessert dash. Right. Well, it, it's the sheets are on the table, right, and everybody fills out the sheets, and you, we tally up the totals. One important thing was missing was on the sheets, after the volunteers collected them,
0: there were table. no table
1: numbers. <laughs> on the show. So obviously, that completely de- that defeats oh, the whole purpose. No!
2: Right? Oh shoot! So I'm
1: I'm doing my intro, introducing Willie and I, and we're just trying to buy some time while they're oh, uh, shoot. while they're gonna tally them up. And here comes the the volunteer, the dessert gal, and she just stops me right in, right on the stage. She goes, "We don't have table numbers on these sheets." Tell me what table Sally Jones is seated. And I got a list of the people's names. So we just went through everyone. I go, okay, that's table, uh, that's better number, 222. That's, I looked at my list. Jerry, Jerry, Katie, where are you guys at? Oh, they're back there. What's your table number? 12? Okay, thanks. Next one.
2: Oh, goodness. We went
1: through about eight or nine of them. Mm -hmm. But the audience was gracious. (laughs) They were fun. They were like... It was funny because they, they thought that I was calling their names out like they won something. Yeah. It's like, what? What? I'm over here. Did I win something? <laughs> Did I win a cake? No, I just need your table number. That's all. <laughs> oh. i Just
0: wanted to check in on your bill, yeah Put it down.
1: Down. <laughs> down. Yeah. it so down. Yeah.
2: So before we move to our topic of today, two key things are table numbers on the <laughs> sheets... And don't have more cakes than tables.
0: That's right, because you had more cakes than tables. I had
2: more cakes than tables, and then they wanted us to sell them at the end of the night. No bueno, man. (laughs) ain't
1: going to work. Turns out nobody wants a cake. Nobody wants a cake at 10
2: o'clock at night. You know what?
1: Um, I just thought of this was this is a small detail that that could have been avoided, right? If you're the dessert dash coordinator, you are the one that writes the table number. Mm -hmm. That seems obvious to us. These particular sheets had a blank spot for table number. They expected the people seated at the table to fill that in. Oh, gotcha. Boy. And they didn't. <laughs> no, because they weren't instructed to. You, as the to. coordinator, need to put that number in there. Don't and rely on even your if
0: they were instructed to, they probably wouldn't have done. Probably it. wouldn't <laughs> have
2: done. It. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the reason that I wanted to lead in with that story is because what we're finding right now is like you're constantly having to pivot and change things when you're in the middle of the ballroom. Yep. Like, all of a sudden, you didn't realize, hey, no one put table numbers on these forms, and now you're in a situation where you're calling off names of people at tables figuring it out, right? But that's the controlled
2: chaos of the auction, though. So that's just being back home. Yes
0: and no, but it's even like... It's just being back home. It's (laughs) even less... I, I, I don't want to use the word sloppy, but it's even more sloppy this year than it's been in years past. Yeah. Because we're all out of training. So, this week's episode topic is back to basics, sound at your live event. Sound. We're gonna discuss sound, yes. and I think it's only fitting that we got a new microphone for this podcast. Yes, today. sounds really good, and boy do we sound
2: really fun. good. Boy, do we. Yeah, so.
0: So, sound at it's your live event. up there.
2: You can't even see it.
0: Event. Now, if you haven't gathered prior to uh, this moment right here, we are auctioneers and presenters mm-hmm. at heart. So, sound is a big deal for us. We really like to talk about what the sound looks like, how best to communicate with guests. But ultimately, if you're like going back to a planning meeting and trying to figure out what your sound looks like, you're going to have discussions of in-house vendor, outside vendor. You're probably going to have discussions of how many people are there. And then there's the overall basics of the audio setup that you're going to have. The end goal being, you want to communicate with those guests.
2: Yeah. Right? And, and I would say that, you know, if you're encouraged to use house... Uh, Look, if you're, if you're trying to cut corners in your costs of doing this event, cut them anywhere but in sound. Yeah. Right? I mean, even cut them in, I would even cut them in centerpieces because you can do a very beautiful, simple centerpiece. Right. I would cut them, it, even cut back an hors d'oeuvre before you cut back sound. Get cheaper wine before you get sound. <laughs> um, use yes, paper here. cups Carl before you cut sound. But sound can make it from a presenter's um, view as well as, you know, from an audience view. They... The most frustrating thing for a person because sometimes people aren't seated where they maybe want to be seated, Mm -hmm. right? And sometimes that gets missed. You know, they have big bidders in the back because they didn't know that person was going to be a big bidder, right? Sound is everything. (laughs) It really is. It can make or break an event and if it's it's crisp, they can understand the auctioneer. They can understand the MC.
0: Right. I mean, Um, it needs to be a priority is what you're saying. Like, it needs to be a priority over centerpieces, over all these different elements. And the reason that you're saying that is because we as auctioneers live and die on our ability to communicate with the guest, Mm -hmm. right? So if you're doing a fundraising auction, your audio becomes even more essential because you're having the back and forth of guests. Now, if you're doing an ask only or a presenter type, that's fine to kind of cut quarters on sound. But what I caution you on is if you're going into like a traditional venue, many of these venues are set up to do luncheon style events, right? So their in-house speakers aren't built to combat with the table noise that's in the room when you're doing fundraising
1: while you're doing a presentation. And you're talking about the little speaker cans that are up in the ceiling. I mean, yes and, right? I mean, these venues
0: are putting in sound systems. More often than not, they are little cans if you're like in a hotel. But in your experience, Paul, you even have some of those cans that have worked for you, right? Yeah. In fact,
1: last, last weekend, we were at the McGavick Center. It's big, cavernous, you know, probably 30 foot tall ceilings. Mm-hmm. And they had a higher quality type of can canister type speaker. And they had several of them. Right. That was the key, was the amount that they had. You know, we had 250 people in that room and there was probably, I'm just guessing off, there was t- 20 speakers in there, mm-hmm. if not more. So that particular case, they obviously have upgraded it because I've heard horror stories from that venue in the past. They've obviously upgraded, and in this case, it worked. Yeah. Right? But 99% of the time, you guys, in-house sound systems do not work.
2: And I think that you have to be willing, and um, I think that you are the driver of your show. And so, I think that some of those beginning conversations that we had a few podcasts ago about like talking to your venues, you know, see, you know getting back to the basics, basics of this. And one, one of the questions that you need to ask your venue if they're, ask, if they're asking you to use their sound is, what is the coverage going to be like and what is the clarity for my auctioneer and MC? Because whether you have just an MC or an MC and an auctioneer, If it's garbled, it's not worth your time. And if you have them tell you that it is and it ends up not being, uh, then you have a case for after the show to say, no, next time I'm going to hire out my sound, right? right? And then and then really hold that venue to the fire. Unless, I think uh, it's okay to hold people to the fire on things that they say.
0: Especially in a venue. Because what's yep. going to happen is they're going to say, hey, no, the sounds great, sounds great, sounds great. You're going to get to that moment yep. and then it's not going to be great. Mm-hmm. And you have a case to be made that, no, you told me it was great, it's yep. not great, people can't hear me, then what? Um, and so, know how
2: many tables you're going to have in the room.
0: And that's know what how was many people.
2: Yep. Know where your silence is going to be go to this venue or when you hire your sound company to do this, you know, your production yeah. company to do this, let them know exactly what you're looking at.
0: So let's, let's unpack that a little bit. So there's like two camps of thinking, one in-house. So the venue says, hey, we have audio. Sometimes that's built in. Sometimes that's a crew that will set up audio and production that is partnered with the venue that can sometimes provide discounts and other times won't provide discounts. Right. So just caution you there. The second option is called an outside AV provider is what we call that. And essentially those are individuals that have traveling systems that go to a venue, set it up and set up sound. Now those can sometimes be more beneficial because they're more powerful mm-hmm. and they have the ability to kind of move those speakers. Whereas sometimes those venues just say good enough and then just cycle through that stuff. So all that to say, like when you are shopping audiovisual. I would definitely talk to the venue first, see what they have, and then consult an outside provider to at least get a quote. At least know what you're up against. Because what we found in our history of helping events is that some of these venues were gouging their customers. Mm -hmm. Like, they would bring nonprofits in and charge them exorbitant amounts of money. So we, Which is the whole reason why we started our production. Which is why we started our production team, which was we're gonna buy the gear and move it from place to place and set up audiovisual right. services now the reason that business model su- succeeded for as long as it did is because those venues got greedy and their product wasn't as good as the off-site providers yeah. so when you are going to look at this event make sound a priority A and B do your homework at least get an in-house work? quote That's and an outside yeah. quote and have the conversations I'm doing an auction not doing a luncheon how does that change the dynamic And hopefully you can suss out what's going to work and what's not. And to Kelly's point, let's say you go in and you make the mistake of I didn't have enough audio. You can, one, go back to the venue and say, hey, the audio wasn't good. You told me it was good. But also that will give you leverage for that next year. If I'm going to come back, I want to bring an outside provider. And know that sometimes bringing an outside provider into an actual venue, venues will sometimes bow their back. So if you're in that place of leverage where you're coming back, you can sometimes get those fees negotiated or waived out completely. Mm-hmm. Like they're right?
1: discouraging outside vendors to come in? Yes. So you're forced to use the in-house yeah, vendor, which exactly, is going to price right. gouge
0: you. Exactly. So so right. in some scenarios... And we're not
2: saying all venues are doing venues that. Doing That's not no. what we're saying. But, but in beware.
0: in some cases, it's like if you're going to bring an AV provider, we're going to tack on an additional $500 for that AV company
1: to come in and execute. Mm-hmm. So... What Willie and I ran into this last weekend, and I've ran into this many times before with in-house sound systems, is that's part of the rental of the room, mm-hmm. and you get, uh, you get the house speaker system, and you get two microphones, but you don't have a technician there dedicated, dedicated to that that's job. That's
2: huge, right? And it is huge. It's huge. What
1: if something goes wrong? I mean, it could be as simple as, uh, I have a dead battery. Does or any- a fuse. Or it could, yeah, it anything. could be Anything. Yeah. To have somebody there that is responsible, it's worth the money, right? Yeah. And it's secondly, they there. typically don't give you the ability to equalize the sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what I mean by that is to make it sound pretty. Turn the knobs, make the auctioneer's voice, make the MC's voice, mm-hmm. make the fun to need speaker's voice sound good and appealing yeah. because this is all about the customer experience. Yep. You don't want... Uh, grandma and sitting next to a speaker and going oh my gosh it's too loud and then leaving saying that's all i remember is it being too loud and what a terrible experience
2: and the, and then a person three tables in couldn't hear a word. right, right. Um, so there's you know there's uh, again you know like we said at the top uh skimp anywhere but on sound yeah
0: and, and you may be coming into this thinking no these are just auctioneers of course Mm-mm. they want better sound and the answer is yes but if you're paying or bringing in a professional auctioneer to conduct your show, that, that cost or effort is for nothing if they can't communicate with their guests, if that I, makes sense. Like, if your audio is broken, the best presenter in the world is not going to be able to cut through that crowd. No.
1: Yeah, it's, and that's just how it is. And most of you have um, longtime supporters. Just ask somebody to underwrite it. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to spend... 3500 bucks on an on a, on a eight-speaker sound system with a couple of TVs and some wireless mics. And we need that f- to have a good experience and to have a successful auction. Yeah. Can you offer to underwrite that? It's and a great we'll, way to we'll do it. We'll give you recognition on the screen, in the catalog. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. let's thank the Jones family. They've underwritten our AV tonight, which, wow, it sounds great in here, and we appreciate them. Just have it
0: underwritten, and it's mm-hmm. out of your budget. Yeah, agreed. Now, now one thing that I do want to talk about um, as we kind of wrap up here is something that you brought up earlier today, Kelly, and it's in regard to the MC and the auctioneer. Mm-hmm. And how it's almost essential to have that technical person there to be listening to those two presenters because different voices carry differently, have different effects on the crowds. So, I mean, somebody has to really be in their... Not tweaking, but setting up those sound levels for success over the mm-hmm. course of the night, would you agree?
2: Totally. Um, we had a situation this weekend, and and the the two individuals you know my husband, he's got um, lower's he got tones, he's yeah. got lower tones in his mm-hmm. voice, and it's kind of a beautiful voice. <laughs> I just love my husband. He's so fantastic. But He has low tones in his voice. I do not. But um, and then Michael, which was our MC, he's you know he's got much
0: broader tones or something. I feel like you only love your husband for his voice. That's what I'm I. I in him. this description. Well, I would tell you I love him for a lot more than his voice, but that's a PG-rated podcast that we got. It's, it's his, his laugh. laugh. Yes.
1: Yeah. That's his laugh that really <laughs> right? No more so, apple What
2: you. I'm <laughs> saying is, look, these are great apple No, what I'm saying is is that make sure that your MC's mic and your auctioneer's mics are are truly dialed in. Yeah. Because you don't want your MC to be loud and they hear everything and then your auctioneer and it's <laughs> yeah.
1: What is he saying? Yeah. What, it, what? Then, then I'm not going to bid. If I got if I don't know what he's asking me. Or, Right. I'm not going to bid.
2: And your ringmen or your bid spotters are having to go out there and say, he's asking for $3,750. Right, right. Yes, yeah,
1: for sure. Why sure. did yeah. she say? I'm not going to bid if I can't understand yeah, what you're saying. not going to work. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, and one thing that I like to add to that is very often what we'll see in these different rooms is like the auctioneers, staccato, two, 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 two now two, over and over. They'll so expect turn them down. Right, So they'll turn that individual down because he is, or she, is, is constantly hitting the same notes over and over. It's loud, it's annoying, so they turn it down. And then what happens is your presenter, because they can no longer hear themselves and the people can't hear them, they will get louder instinctively. And before you know it, it's this battle between audio technician and presenter um, and, and it goes back to the point, like if you have a technician on site, they need to be plugged in and paying attention mm-hmm. because oh what's going to happen as a, as an auctioneer is you're going to get in, get loud when you need to get loud and then get quiet when you need to get quiet. Mm-hmm. But in order to get quiet, your audio has to be up mm-hmm. because you can't go from rah, rah, rah to, hello, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. it's now time to make a donation. And now they've turned you down to like 20%. Mm-hmm. You're donezo. Yeah. yeah. yeah you're right. Rock. You're not getting that room back. So a lot to unpack. I understand um, that we're making this part of our back to Basic series, and we're going to cover some things that
2: um, can I say something real quick Easy too? to
0: digest for people. Yeah.
2: So um, also at your venues, make sure that maybe if you're lost on who to call for sound, right? See who your venue has worked with before, maybe too. That's a suggestion that you Definitely. could. You know, they would. They, I, I think venues are less, they, they want to work with the people because they want people back in their rooms. So ask them, yeah. who who have you guys seen here in the, who do you work with? And and that way you can get multiple um, quotes.
0: Yeah, and we, we also, we also uh, can help with that as well. So, I mean, if you need to reach out and get a list of vendors to consider, we have that option available. Um, we have a couple of teammates in Oregon that are pretty handy as well. So... Don't hesitate to shoot us yeah. an email or We're a call. We're here just to help. Yeah, definitely. At the end of the day, your success is our mission.
1: Was that too corny? Oh, man, that's awesome.
2: It is awesome, except so you, true. You, you you changed your voice, which made it yours. Because it felt success. too corny. Fales is our it's mission. It was
1: too <laughs> you know
0: what? So it was you unbelievable. No, you don't love my laugh. So I get say, it. You no. There's only one laugh <laughs> that you love, and it's not mine.
2: Mark Shenfeld. It's Mark, it's Mark
0: <laughs> Can you imitate Mark's laugh real quick?
2: No, because you know what he does? I don't want
0: to ruin it. He I opens his it. mouth
2: and he's got a beautiful smile, but you don't really hear his laugh. What? You know, but it's, it's I know he's laughing laugh. inside every day because he married me and he's wondering why, but it's okay. He Nothing, just wakes but, up and he goes, good Lord, ha ha. Too late now. It's right, no joke? Is this down. a joke? Are, Am I really are, married are to pay, her?
0: Are you paying a trick on me again?
2: <laughs> Lord,
0: <laughs> I'm, LOL. Are, I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing. Why is she still here? No, I'm laughing. It's a joke. <laughs> Uh, hey, if you're listening, we appreciate you being with us. Uh, thank you so much. And if you want more of us, follow us on Facebook. There's a video version of this cast that goes up on YouTube weekly. Um, you can subscribe, like, and leave a comment if you would so kindly. Shoot us an email at auction at stokesauctiongroup.com. Don't something? forget
2: about apple teeny Tuesdays. All it is is a little Sprite apple juice and vodka. It's very tasty. Dude, you put it like, in a coffee mug nobody knows you're doing it. It's not
0: even a real apple teeny. It's, it's our apple teeny. Uh, also, if you'd like to sponsor Kelly's bartending classes, we are accepting um, <laughs> sponsorships at this time. Uh, if you like what you hear, leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice. The intro music is by Brighter Days Ahead. Thank you very much. We appreciate you joining us this week. Be sure everybody can hear you. Be bold. Be healthy. And go do good. <laughs> See you, everybody. Later. Later. We out. We out. Bye.